Hey everyone, just a very quick note before we start this episode. We talk about the Murdaugh murders on the show and not long after we recorded, Alex Murdaugh was convicted of murdering his wife and son. We'll have more recaps and reactions to that news on Unpack next week. But for now, here's the show. Hi everyone, welcome to Best Friend Energy Unpacked. I'm Clea. And I'm Joanna. I am still thinking about talking to Shania Twain this I, week. I can't even believe that happened. It's, it's, re- I just got chills again. I've been getting chills a lot thinking about because it. Because it's wild. I just can't believe she like looked us straight in the eye and had a conversation with us. I know. I know. It's really crazy. So her album and tour is called Queen of Me. What are we the queens of? Nothing. No, well, we're the queens of, I mean, I think that we're the queens of organization. There's a few other queens. Who? Marie. Can we be co-queens? Yes. Okay. What about, like, because I, I feel like like Martha and people who have, like, their own queen status, it's not necessarily organizing. No. I, like, we're not the queen of clean. No, we're who, not. Is someone the queen of clean? Queen of craft? Queen of cooking? Who is the queen of clean? Not us. Not us. I don't think we're queens. I, that's what I'm saying. Well, I didn't say, just, like, if you leave it, like, as queen. No, no. that sounds No, but bad. I don't even mean queens of organizing. Okay, you don't think that we're, like, the best at anything? We're excellent at organizing. Okay. Um, so today we are also going to bring Joanna up to speed on a murder story that I actually think she knows about, mm-hmm, which is bit. crazy. The Murdaugh murders say that 10 times fast. I don't need to. Um, we're also going to be talking about American Girl Dolls. I have an update from Stella's camp on American Girl Ooh. Dolls. I know we actually did a clean out this weekend. You know, Marlo beat her to it, which is crazy. I thought you were sad. I, I almost else. didn't let her get rid of them. I was sad. You were sad. Stella is going to be 12. No, I don't even mean she shouldn't be playing with them. I was sad because I think that all the accessories are so cute. I was sad. Okay, so I think we're jump starting the conversation. Okay, so let, let's just dive <laughs> let's in then. Put a pin in that. Um, and then, of course, we're going to hear from you guys too. But first, we're going to take a very quick break. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, let's talk about what everyone is talking about right now, the Murdaugh murder mystery. Murdaugh. Right. Murdaugh murder mystery. I have to say it slow. Yeah. Or it's going to be like the murder murder mystery. Right. Um, so you actually do know about this A one. little bit. It's it's a pretty crazy case. I first learned about it on my first vacation to South Carolina a okay. couple of years ago. Where he's from. Yes, where he's from. And the internet was like, oh, are you there to investigate? Oh. And I was like, uh, okay, everyone calm down. No, I'm here uh, in Palmetto Bluff. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Just here to vacation. Um, but people thought I was going down to investigate the murder, which I actually really appreciate you guys. That's like very, very kind. And yeah, benevolent. no one asked you to do that. No one asked me to though. Um, so let's give just a tiny recap just in case people Please. are not up to speed. So Alex Murdaugh, he's a 54-year-old, extremely wealthy lawyer. He's from a really powerful South Carolina family. And if you guys watch shows like Outer Banks, you know that there are a lot of like, that powerful families, I guess, run deep in South Carolina. Have you yeah. ever seen Outer Banks? No, but I... No, I it's mean, a fictional show about teenagers, but yeah. it's fine. What we've learned is that uh, there are a lot of powerful South Carolina families, even fictional ones. Yeah. Um, and he is accused of killing his wife and son in June of 2021. 
So no rhyme intended there. Um, the crime took place at the family's 1,700-acre estate. And part of the, the story is that he claims he, he was so far away from the murders happening that he, he wasn't there, he didn't see it, he doesn't know what happened right. because the estate is so large. Right, but then it took a turn. It did, it did take a turn, but we're not there yet. Okay. Okay, so the story has all of the elements. It's in a rural setting. It's a small town. It's a family of very old money, a powerful family. And he's a lawyer. And he's a lawyer, sure. Yeah. That's not always one of the elements, but no. it is it today. It yeah. is. Um, and not long after the murder, Murdaugh finds himself in even more legal problems. Three months after the killings, his law firm concluded that Murdaugh had stolen money from the firm and fired him. The next day, Murdaugh was shot in the head but survived. Oh, I didn't even know that part. Oh, are you serious? He ordered a hit out on himself. <gasps> How did you not hear this oh, part? I missed this entire piece. It's a... Oh, oh my threat. God. On his own self? Yes, because he was going to give the insurance money to his son. Oh, so maybe he didn't kill them. No, that was the other son he killed. Oh. How do you not? you? So you don't know about this. Uh, I know. I know only bits, but oh, I'm clearly okay, missing wow. a lot. I didn't know that that was going to be such okay. a spoiler for you. Well, this is. It took a different turn than I That's even That's the whole. Oh, okay. So that happened. So he really was going to die himself. So that's part of the question because it seemed like a very superficial shot to the head. And it's like, did he intend to die? Was he really going to take the bullet and die? Yeah, but no one wants to live with a, a possible, like... No, I think he was prepared to die, but he lived. He was I don't know. You, that... you haven't heard this? No. So he testified okay. that he had asked a former client to kill him so that his surviving son, Buster, which okay, right. there are issues right. with that, could collect a $10 million life insurance payment. Okay. So anyway, he lived. Okay. So poor Buster. Okay. But this is a whole 50% of the story. Okay. I missed that part. Okay. Okay. So he faces dozens of charges related to various financial crimes. I mean, yeah. you know, where all this obviously money is trailing and following. Right. Um, he has also admitted to having two, a two decades long addiction to painkillers. This part I knew. Okay. And part of him ordering this hit, apparently he was like, I was just so messed up on all the painkillers and I'm a drug addict and blah, blah, blah. Like, sure, like now you say that, but you ordered a hit out on yourself. So, right. you know, you have some issues. Why wouldn't he just kill himself then if that was the thing? Because if you have a self-inflicted wound, you don't get insurance. Oh. Haven't you followed um, money trails for insurance fraud? No. No? Okay. No. All right. I guess that's just one of us. Okay. So Murdoch's trial began earlier this year. And recently, Murdaugh took the stand. He denied the murders, but he did admit to lying about his whereabouts. This, the is, the part the I, this is the part I know. How he said that he was nowhere near the kennels. The kennels. So I love that the kennels are like a whole son I know. of a So they, were the so kennels, mysterious. they're very far off property. Like, so obviously, the whole, they're all on the property. Right. But the whole property is 1,700 square feet. Right. I'm sorry, 1,700 acres. Yeah. So, I mean, that's massive. Huge. So it is conceivable that he would be nowhere near the scene of the crime. Right. But here's what, all right, if we take all of our collective Dateline knowledge, mm -hmm. all of it, right. we know, first of all, they obviously did it. But second of all, that the person who murders someone, it's 99% of the time someone close to the person murdered. It's hardly ever a random sheep farmer who right. wandered in to right. like go murder people. Right. It's, it's just, it's not a random person in the night, nine times out of 10. Although I have been watching a lot of documentaries on Netflix about the Night Stalker and uh, John Wayne no. Gacy. And you know, no. I love I know. Um, no. the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Yes, no. And I also did see the Ted Bundy tapes. Okay, so, so no. There are serial killers out there. I want everyone to stay vigilant. But in this particular instance, it's definitely Alex Murdoch. 
I mean, are we even allowed to say that? We don't know. Isn't someone, I mean, I'm not proven guilty under oath. No, I know. But I'm just wondering. I'm not like the judge. You know, I have a legal. I think legally we're allowed to say that. I think Alex Murdoch. Okay. So do you think he did it because, because of the, how did they even realize that he was near the kennels? There was an audio tape. I mean, I'm sure there was something, there was some recording that they caught. There is a recording because you can actually see and you can hear in the recording. You can like hear him. Which uh, murderers are so dumb, right? Yeah. I just feel like why do they always like? So you could hear him. So why was he denying? Because he didn't know the tape existed. Because murderers are dumb. Yeah. And he probably didn't know it existed. But I feel like everyone it leaves like such right. trails like, and tracks right. where it's, it's like well, come and on. the gun part, the fact that it was yes. shot with his two guns. Well, you know, I mean, I feel like that really says something. Yeah. It really speaks. Yeah. Volumes. I mean, what a coincidence. Right. What what a coincidence. I'm so sorry that they were my guns were used in the crimes. Yeah. So there's also a third part of this crime that okay. is complicated. Okay. There was also a mysterious death that was kind of not really ruled one way or the other with their housekeeper. Okay. So basically what is happening here, it's a very layered- Wait, why do people think it's not him? I I'm, I do not believe that. So I don't know. But I mean, why is this such a- We could have, you know what we need to- Emma! <laughs> Emma believes that maybe he's innocent. Emma, why do you think Alex Murdoch maybe didn't do it? What is your what all is right, your Emma, reason? Into the mic. What is your reason? Okay, first of all, you have to watch the documentary on Netflix and HBO Max. Okay, both so three I have episodes. To commit to both. You have to okay. commit to both. They both they share similar things, but also different facts. And then you have to live stream the trial. <laughs> <laughs> you have to because I've been live streaming it a little bit here so and you're, there. You're working hard. Oh, what I'm you're working hard. hard. I'm like I'm on the jury. She's on the jury. Yeah, I'm like if she's on the jury. This. And I just don't think there's enough evidence yet to be like he did it. But if what, I were on the what? jury, because I was very unbiased, I didn't know anything about this. Because you are mentally on the jury here. I'm mentally she on is. the jury. Like, yeah, I am one of the twelve. Yeah. I'm one of the twelve. Right. Um, yeah, I just don't think there's enough. Like the autopsy, I'm just like, look into the autopsy. Really? Yeah. Look into the autopsy. Look into the autopsy. So what, you think there's not enough, who, who did it then? Well, there's theories on TikTok that like he might have hired a hitman. For them too. For the, for them. For the summer wife. To get their insurance? You know, I don't know that piece, but. Because would he get there? I'll have to send you guys the TikToks I see. If someone murdered them, he would Mm -hmm. collect. Solve the crime. I mean, obviously he would have, like there would be like consequences if he hired a hitman, right. but there were... Well, I would hope so. <laughs> yes, I'd be like, so serious. Um, I mean, he's going to go to jail for other things. Obviously, he's just a bad man. Yeah, but, he's committed a lot of crimes. But I'm just not convinced he did this. So so you think... And if he did, he's very convincing. Th- it's very risky he's lied for him to, to take the stand. He's too. also lied to other people, I read. Oh, he's a liar. Yeah, he's but a he, can liar. Look, he can look someone in the eye and lie. I read an entire... So he's like just a pathological liar. There, like, he there just is, is. Yes, he has the ability to look someone in the eye and lie. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and he's stealing money from people. And cry. And yeah. cry and lie. Yeah. Emma's now our Murdoch well, mystery correspondent. I'm homework because you have to watch both documentaries. I don't know. I okay. can't, you know, I can't commit. No, it's, I'll but like Lisa said, it's not a serial right. killer situation. I know, right. But I can't fully commit. <laughs> but Emma, okay. you are now officially the correspondent okay, here. Yes. yes, for the Murdoch And now mysteries. this is your actual homework, so you don't have to live stream it. <laughs> okay, great. I'll live stream it. I'll okay. get on that. All right, thank you. We'll, we'll check in next week. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Okay, we're back. So... This is a topic near and dear to our hearts. Very. American Girl Dolls. I mean, okay. Here's the thing is I didn't even know what it was until like f- six years ago. What are you talking about? You I, never had one no, as a kid? No, I'm older than you and I think this is the difference. I think the American Girl Doll breakthrough is the difference between our two ages. Well, it's only like two I think years. that's when it like came out. I, I was think Cabbage so. Patch. I had Cabbage Patch. Yeah, I know. But then I, that's where it ended for me. Did you have a Teddy Ruxpin? Uh... 
I definitely knew what that was. Did you have a Susie Scribbles? No, I don't even know what that is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Susie Scribbles was, um, she came after Teddy Ruxpin, okay. but she was Def- of the era of like electronic dolls okay. that had like a tape in their back. Yeah. How creepy. I had to like beg, plead, and barter to get a Susie Scribbles. Anyway, but American Girl doll okay. was also a thing. They didn't move. So like they didn't have the technology. I know, which I appreciate. Just a classic. It, they were in between, I feel like the Teddy Ruxpin era and the Cabbage Patch, which was a, a complete plush. Yeah. They had uh, hard shell features, yes. but they didn't <laughs> They didn't have a cassette tape. That's right. So the cassette tape was a real moment oh in God, time. Really a cassette tape. Yeah, okay. it was a moment in time. Yes, no, so I never had one. And I didn't really know what it was until, I think kind of until we started organizing. Like oh, I didn't know it was So that's a- why you got obsessed with it. Yeah. You were just like, you didn't, well, okay, okay let me say this. I was part of the American Girl doll era. Yeah. But there were even close to the kinds of accessories Ugh. and things that they have now. The ex- it's not even, I don't I don't care at all about the doll. You, I, you were lucky to get the doll in a book. I am obsessed with all the little bits. The little bits, but I like know. Like the little tiny cactuses. Like, are you kidding me? I think it's a cacti. Oh, it is? Well, plural, plural even? Plural, cacti, cactuses. Do they even, do they even have, what American Girl doll has a cactus? <laughs> no, I just mean they all have these little tiny bits, like at the South, you know, if she's in there. She, she's a Southwest. No, they have, one. you know, they have all the accessories. I know, trust me. Yeah, I'm obsessed. Marlo was ready to move on. I just love that the cactus was the one that you gravitated <laughs> to. Not like the, the little, they have the passports. They have little passports. Oh. They have little iPhones. The, the passports are so cute. I like, so one of the joys of organizing American Girl doll oh, accessories so many is coming up with the categories. Oh. Like best. Like when it was um, not just outdoor sports, but outdoor sport no, mishaps. Right. Where right. it was like crutches. Yeah. Things that can go wrong. Th- doing a things sport. that can go wrong outside. That's right. Like those were some of the categories that we were working with. The little tiny journals. The- <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's Sorry. choking. She's so excited. She's choked on air like you. Let me let me tell you this. The cinnamon rolls. The cinnamon Have you rolls. ever seen the cinnamon rolls? So the cinnamon rolls are an interesting one because they kind of, that's like a something that practically comes with the dolls. I feel like that's like the starter set. It's so cute. They have a little pink tablecloth with a little thing of orange juice and I a little cinnamon can't roll. can't handle, and the little coffee cart. The little coffee cart's cute. Uh, and Stella is now, of course, outgrown the American Girl doll stuff, but she still has, you know, the um, that clear bookcase in her room? Yeah. That I, it's a dollhouse bookcase. Yes. And I turned it into the farm fresh egg oh, stand. So cute. And I think that she, as she's getting rid of this stuff and giving it to her younger friend, Molly, she's like, hasn't looked to the bookcase yet. And I am just really nervous that she's going to notice because I, I can't get rid of that yet. No, I had to, I was like, Marlo? There's a little silky goose or like yeah. a silky chicken oh, that sits I, with the farm. It's so cute. It's I so said, cute. Marlo, you're not ready to get rid of it. She's like, mom, I, I'm going to college. Yeah, she, she's like, I don't need it anymore. I said, you might need it. What if one of your friends wants to come over and wants That's to play true. American Girl? And so Stella, her answer to that was the only person she would really play American Girl dolls with is Molly because Molly is young. She's going into the first grade. Right. And Stella was like, so we can play it at Molly's house. And I was like, yeah, but I was like, mommy likes to organize it. Yeah. Do you though anymore? Haven't you already done it? No, I do. But I, what, they used to get like when she had friends come over and they would get a little mismatch. And you were like, I'd be, get out of the way. <laughs> pretty excited. Right. And you would be pretty excited <laughs> be to do eggs. it. Yeah. Sorting eggs. Yeah. All right. So the actual topic oh, the at topic? hand right. is that American Girl dolls are being re-released oh. from 1999 and they're being called historic. Case in point, I was in I was in high okay, school. This isn't about you. I'm, But I am making it about me. Okay. But 1999, do you feel like that's historic no you were 
off in Santa Barbara I in was. college at that point yeah. without American Girl dolls. Yeah, and very old, apparently, if this is historic. So American Girl dolls came out in 1986. So how old were you then? I was seven. Seven is prime doll age. I don't know. They didn't make your it mom just didn't. I don't think they made it there yet. I think that your mom was just like, nah. But, you know, I didn't have dolls. No Barbies. Nothing. I, you know what? I have to say this was something that was pretty similar about us growing up. I, the only reason why I have such a deep memory of Susie Scribbles <laughs> is because she was an anomaly. <laughs> like there were not just like a plethora. I didn't have like a doll situation. I had at one my cabbage house. patch. Yeah, I had. I think in order to get Susie, I had to like get rid of a cabbage patch. Yeah. Like I, we certainly were not running a doll factory in my house. No, I one cabbage I patch. Had, a doll, like at a time. Good thing I got a doll later from Jeremy. <laughs> and I, oh my God, you can't just say that to people who haven't heard that episode. Oh, what weird. a weird that's thing to so say. so creepy and weird. So creepy yeah, and weird. No, I didn't. For anyone listening, Jeremy, after like his second date with Joanna, got her a creepy doll. It wasn't from, like, even a doll, but Clea convinced Portland. me that it was a doll, but it wasn't. It because was, it, it has... was actually a pillow. I don't remember if I told you this, but I thought about it a lot. And okay. it, what it was is like an accessory pillow. With a face? Yes. It was a weird pillow. And hair? Did not have hair. But it had appendages. Nope. Just drawn on. I don't think so. No. I think you're remembering incorrectly. <laughs> just, no. Just drawn. No. No, nope. it was a long, awkward pillow. Uh, in right. the shape of a doll. All right. I know we've already covered this. Okay. So 1986, they came out. I was born in 1982. Also prime. Oh. <laughs> I was born in 1980. I was in the 80s. Firm 80s baby. And Joanna was firm 70s. I was- <laughs> Firm. 70s. 1979 is firm. No, it's, it's 100%. not. It's so before 1980. It's not firm. It's firm. It's like on the way out. A cusp? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Did you have a cusp It was birthday? the latter part of the year. So okay. it was practically 1980. Okay. All right. So what do, what do we do with the American Girl doll infatuation now? We're just, we're, we're just, moved on. We're done. Yeah, but I just look for anybody else that I can organize their little tiny bits. And, and, and can, can we give anyone some advice on oh. how to organize the bits? Yeah, I mean, again, it depends how crazy you want to be, like me. But I mean, mostly just to have them all in a bin contained is the smartest way for all the little bits. But did you separate them by like apparel? I mean, I did. They were folded. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) I I can barely even fit my pinky around it. I was like folding a doll underwear. Okay. All right. American Girl dolls will always have a place in our heart, even if they are historic. And I don't know. We're just going to have to like save... We can, for our grandkids, maybe we can save, we can have a little uh, treasure trove. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, time for some listener DMs. All right, the first one is from Cassie. I love you guys so much. Thank you, Cassie. That's very nice. Serious question. How do you organize soft tortilla shells? Ooh, I got this one. In, oh no, in your pantry. I thought in your purse. (laughs) (laughs) I do carry around soft tortilla shells in my purse. Okay, in your pantry. If you lay them flat, they take up so much space. You can't exactly fold them. What type of container could I put them in? Okay, first of all, Cassie, 
you can fold them. I fold them into my purse, which <laughs> makes them sound pretty weird, but I do actually do a half fold and I think it's fine. For me, I, oh, gosh, now it's just going to sound bizarre, okay. but I like to keep my bread tortilla and like bread-like products in the fridge. No, that doesn't sound weird. Is I think a lot not? of people do. No, no. I think that's, my mom does that too. Really? Yeah. Because it, it's weird it, though. No, it prolongs their life. That's but they what I think. It, it, it's true. Okay. And since I'm the only one using the, the because they're low carb tortillas, since I'm the only one like using that stuff, I feel like it doesn't go through quite yeah. so much yeah. as the rest of the family. So I have the fridge bins that we have at um, the container store. They're actually drawers. Are they the? Yeah. The fridge doors. We have both. Okay. I have the fridge doors and it takes just like a gentle half fold. It's not like you have to squeeze them down, but they fit really nicely in there. That's what I personally use. You could also use a bread bin in a pantry or on a counter. And there's absolutely, again, there's nothing wrong with gently folding them. It's not like there's a crease in them. Right. You know, like you don't have to fold it and press them down. Right. They don't need to crack. No, not at all. Well, no, they're flour. I know, but I mean, right. Or break. Or right, 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 right. Um, so anyway, I hope that helps. I am a flour tortilla, a low carb flour tortilla expert. I am the correspondent for yes, tortillas. Um, so anyway, Joanna, you once gave your daughter a tortilla with jelly on it for lunch. No, it was Miles. How oh, oh, no, it was, no, it was I Marlo. think it was Marlo. It was Marlo. Um, and she ate it. Where, she where do you keep your tortillas? Um, with the bread. But actually, no, I, uh, two places because I, we also have them in the fridge, but sometimes they end up in like the bread bin too. When they're in the bread bin, they're just flat in the drawer. But in the bread bin, do you lay them on like the bottom or yeah, underneath. stand them up on, no, oh, no, no, just underneath? Yeah. I think underneath is fine. It, you can have a bit of a tortilla graveyard. You in have that to situation. know that they're there. You have to know that they're there. My husband also sometimes goes rogue and puts the tortillas in with like the shredded cheese, like a quesadilla station. Mm. Well, that's okay. If, if it is okay. Like I understand the justification. Yeah. I just, I don't know that it's like what I would do. Right. But I think it's, I mean, the drawers marked dairy. The, well, I mean, so we know how we feel about that. I, I feel strongly that I he's know. absolutely 100% wrong. But anyway, okay. So next DM is from Jules. Lately, you've done a lot of interviews with country musicians. That is true. We live in Nashville. They've been so great. I know you live in Nashville. Okay. I'm sorry. Beat me to the punch. I know you live in Nashville, <laughs> so that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. All right. So fine. So she knows <laughs> that you'd be into country. Yes, that is true. Have you always been? If not, how did that interest oh. evolve? Well, that's a very good yeah, and easy Cle question. Clea's been in for exactly the number of days she's lived in Nashville. Right, correct. So I moved in May of 2015, and my country music knowledge began in May of 2015. Joanna grew up with country yeah, music. Yeah, I like it. I mean, uh, Garth Brooks, so here for it. I like the old school country stuff. I mean, I also like the new stuff, but it's a part of my past. It's a part of your past. It is. Um, historic part. <sighs> yes. I... I did not grow up with country music. My parents were very into um, Neil Young, Bob Dylan, Grateful Dead, um, you know, all just Simon and Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> um, you know, I, I just it was more of like a classic rock um, family. Yeah. So no, my parents didn't listen to country because they didn't grow up in North Carolina. Your I parents. Did. So you how where did you start from with like friends? Oh, like Southern friends. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but in I didn't my, know that. How yeah. do I not know this? I, don't I just know. figured your parents were fans. No, they they probably know no country artists. Really? Yes. But, but they live in North Carolina. I know, but they weren't raised there. They were raised Midwest and. Oh God, this is like when Rick asked someone in LA. My dad, someone asked him where a freeway entrance was, and he's like, "I don't live here." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, you have for 25 yeah. years." Yeah. Well, my so. parents have been there 
quite a long time now. But I know. Country, I don't... Well, my dad likes like bluegrass, but that's not really country. But there's some crossover stuff. Bluegrass is definitely not country. No, but there's like crossover, obviously, instruments and stuff. But no, no country in my house. Interesting. Yeah. So you just took this genre on by yourself. I did. Okay. I did. All right. Well, when John and I moved here, I felt. Do you know what right. strawberry wine? Do you know strawberry wine? Um, isn't that doesn't Chris Stapleton sing that? Oh no, that's Tennessee whiskey. Something oh. about being sweet as strawberry wine. Oh yeah. No, Sorry. no, no. I don't know what strawberry. Okay, wine Okay, you is. need to listen to it. It's like it's my entire like end of high school. Okay. All right. Well, this is some homework. Then you need to listen to like TLC. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know TLC. what I listen to. All right, moving on. All right. So when I go to any, like, let's say I'm going to Italy in May, I'm going to come back and be like, buongiorno. And like that, you know, I'm going to be talking about, like, do you know that the Italian way to say Capri is Capri? No. No, it sounds annoying, but I think that I'm already prepping myself for being the person who like goes to like Ibiza. <laughs> so to me, like if I like move to Nashville and like it's like a country music city, yeah. I'm going to be fluent yes. in country music. Yes. So that's, that is just who I am. Uh, oh, I am. I am as a aware. person. Well, I'm yeah. answering the question. I know, but I am. But you're looking at me and telling me as if I don't know who you are. I know, but I'm just explaining that there. It it stems from that, and then I genuinely really love the music. I know the music's good. The music is excellent. I it's know. great, and we live in a town with so much talented yeah. people. And these just. It's also like I, you know, growing up in L. A. It's not that you are just automatically friends with everyone who films a. TV show or a movie. And in Nashville, it's such a warm and welcoming place that you genuinely, like you see your friends up on stage winning awards all the time. And you're like, wow, I, they came to my house for dinner. Yeah. You know, like it's just such a warm, welcoming, it's a, a, our friends in little big town, put it best. It's a little big town, you know? So anyway, that was how we came to be with all of these country musicians. That's it for this episode. We're back next Thursday with another Unpacked and we're going to have a brand new show of Best Friend Energy on Tuesday. Don't forget to keep in touch. Tell us about your projects, your questions, anything you want at bestfriendenergypod.com. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.